When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 613, Overcoming Fear of Public Speaking by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. How's it going, old friend? Happy Tuesday and welcome back to OLD, which stands for Optimal Living Daily, the podcast where I narrate blogs for you every single day, including holidays. And today's post is another one of those that I picked for a little bit of selfish reasons, but I think you'll benefit from too, since the fear of public speaking, last I heard, was the most common fear, even over death. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Overcoming Fear of Public Speaking by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. One way to overcome fear of public speaking is to be afraid and speak anyway. As stupid as this seems, it's possibly the most reliable way to gain confidence in speaking. Be afraid, be nervous, be hesitant, but do it anyway. You won't be very good at it the first few times, but don't expect to be. Simply make it a goal to do it and finish. Once you've done it a few times and you realize it hasn't killed you, you'll be less afraid to do it the next time. And if you keep doing it, eventually you'll start to get good at it and may even learn to enjoy it. I think one of the reasons people fear public speaking is that they expect too much of themselves. It's like being afraid of flying a plane when you've had no instruction. Of course you're gonna fail. If the pilot calls you up to the cockpit and says, land this plane, it's a safe bet you'll crash if you try. But at least when you fail at public speaking, it isn't normally fatal. Failure is actually one of the best ways to learn it. It's the same way we learn to walk and talk when we're toddlers. We stumble and stutter until we get it right. Just as you wouldn't expect a white belt in karate to be able to break a brick, you also wouldn't expect a first-time public speaker to be as polished as a pro. But sadly, people demand such a level of performance of themselves, expecting that if they're going to speak publicly, they'd better be outstanding. And since this isn't going to happen, it generates fear. But the fear largely goes away if you set realistic expectations and head up to the lectern expecting to stink your first few times. Remember the scene from the movie The Matrix where Neo tries to do a super jump between two skyscrapers and falls to the ground? Everyone falls the first time. The same goes with public speaking. You're going to stink your first time. Get over it. Unfortunately, in the real world, it can be hard to find opportunities to speak where you aren't expected to be good. People assume that if you volunteer to speak, you must be good. But it's reasonable for people to demand that speakers be good since most people don't want to listen to a poor speaker. It's boring. I think the best solution to this conundrum is to join Toastmasters International. The nice thing about Toastmasters is that the organization is designed to make it as easy as possible to learn public speaking. You can attend a few meetings as a guest for free to see what it's like without pressure. Just show up and watch. 
Everyone understands what it's like to be new to speaking and they don't expect you to be good. It's low pressure with plenty of encouragement. Before I joined Toastmasters last year, I thought the organization was for people who were really good at speaking. The brochures make it look like a bunch of business people doing formal presentations, but that isn't the reality I discovered. Some clubs are mostly people in their 40s and 50s and treat their meetings fairly formally, but other clubs are people in their 20s and 30s who hold very informal meetings. Every club is unique. Most speeches I've seen are personal, not business-like. People often give speeches recalling vacation stories or events from childhood. Everyone has flaws. Some people that have been in Toastmasters for more than a decade still struggle with ums and ahs during their speeches. Everyone is at a different skill level, but no one is perfect. And most importantly, everyone seems to have a healthy recollection of what it was like their first time too. The best way to get a sense of what Toastmasters is really like is to attend a meeting as a guest. You can even try out more than one club. I've been to five different clubs so far. And if you decide to join, membership is cheap. The dues are going up soon, not by much, but I currently pay only $5 per month. Plus, you get a monthly magazine. There are over 10,000 individual clubs in 80 different countries with an average of 20 members each, so chances are good that you can find a local club in your area. There are 10 clubs just within a seven-mile radius of my home. Check out the club locator to see what's near you. Some of the casinos here in Vegas even have their own Toastmasters clubs. The MGM Grand has a Lion's Roar Club, the Luxor has the Pyramid Power Talkers Club, and the New York, New York has the Manhattan Express Club. Toastmasters actually has two tracks for building skills. One is the communication track, which involves improving your speaking skills, but less well-known outside the organization is the leadership track, which helps you build leadership skills. Members are free to focus on one track or the other or both. I recently earned my CTM, Competent Toastmaster, which is the first educational award on the communication track, and I'm working toward my CL, Competent Leader, which is the first award on the leadership track. There's a lot of flexibility in how you go about fulfilling the requirements for these. Toastmasters is a lot of fun too, and I look forward to meetings partly for their entertainment value. There's normally a lot of humor in each meeting, especially in the club I belong to that includes a few comedians. In some clubs, a few members will go out to dinner afterwards. One club in my area called Bachelors and Bachelorettes is only for singles. They meet in the back room of a bar and grill and have cocktails and dinner during their meetings, which tends to make them fairly lively. So don't be intimidated by the seeming formality of Toastmasters. It's extremely friendly to newcomers. At the very least, Toastmasters is a great way to get out and do something social, make new local friends, which is especially nice to counterbalance an overabundance of online friends, have some laughs, and get the heck away from the computer for a while. In fact, I have a meeting to go to right now. You just listened to the post titled Overcoming Fear of Public Speaking by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And I've been struggling with public speaking for as long as I can remember, sometimes really, really bad, easily a 10 out of 10 in fear if I had to rate it. But it's been as low as five in the past. It's been really bad for the last 10 years or so though. As for Steve's post, I promise it's not an advertisement for Toastmasters. I don't think he's affiliated with them and I've heard a lot of great things myself. But what he actually says is right in my opinion. The only true way to get over fears like this is to simply do it, even if that means failure. I've gone through the failure, but instead of getting back up, I did avoid it, which made it way worse. I can tell you that doesn't work. And I still run away. It's not easy to stand up to your fears. I'm working on that and that's why I like to narrate posts like these. But if you can get yourself to do that, Toastmasters, like you mentioned, is a great step and I'm sure there are other ones like it. And then other methods like meditation, breathing techniques, I do think those things can help, 
mostly with the symptoms, but not the actual fear overall. They can help mask the anxiety. Sometimes it doesn't work, but it can. So those can be a nice addition. But from my own experience, even after meditating 30 minutes a day for a year, it won't cure the fear and you'll still have that problem. Even practice won't cure it necessarily, but easily the best way to make it more bearable. So good luck. And you can apply this to really any fear in life. Maybe except death, you can't really practice that. Anyway, I'll leave it there. Thank you for listening all the way through and every day. I'll be back tomorrow with a post from No Sidebar. I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.